What is up? Hey Happy guys. Thursday. It is Scotch for three times dummies. <laughs> ah, the other one's on the way. How are you guys doing? Happy Thursday. What's going on, guys? Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, gentlemen. Cheers, cheers, cheers. 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 I, you know, we're still on our warm-up glass. Can you I'm tell? I'm not gonna that? drink that. Yeah, I'm gonna wait Drew, for Drew's a on a different glass. You'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um. I don't even know. We're warming up with a Glenfiddich, right? Glenfiddich, uh, I think. It actually wasn't so, bad. I, I saw it down there, and we haven't had it in such a long time. I figured we yeah, would try it's it. So. That, it's got that hoppy kind of taste, which I'm not too fond of, but they do a pretty good job. They I'm don't not, over, over right. hop it. But. I'm not a hoppy guy either, but we got it, and it's something good to wet the palate. There is a ton of people online. I want to get through this, the uh, comments real quick just to say hey to everybody. So, Drew, help me out, man. Scroll up. I thought I was first. No. But no, no, Steve, no. So, first hey, my bubble. Let me bubble. tell you something. That's not fair. I, I don't know how he did it. I, I guess I do. He was he was looking at subscriptions, but I was in there uh, at lunch and I was setting up the stream. I think it was, yeah. and I was in there editing it. And here I put first. I go. To, I actually got finished with it and went in there because I the time and stuff was off. He already had first. I'm like, dude. He goes, wait a minute, it's supposed to start now. I'm like, yeah, I didn't even finish fix the time yet. How did you do that? <laughs> so he was first before I even hit save. In other words, <laughs> I don't have a chance of ever being first. Well, no, he's, got, he's got like a, the, he has a, the subscribe button and the notification <laughs> and the super, super That's how you're supposed to do it, man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what anyway, I see Tom R's in there. Uh, SoCal Dram, Dram Tram's in, Mark J., uh, Steve, obviously. Richie Z, man. That's two weeks in a row. It's good to see you, man. Um, one Lost Cause, The Trooper. Damn, there's a lot Dram, of Dram, dude. Yeah, man. This is awesome. I, I love to see it. I don't know what you guys are talking about yet. Um, I see Whiskey to Success. Who? Where's, where's Gregor? Was that who said it? Well, somebody made a prediction about Scotch for Dummies being bourbon for dummies. After the, no, no can do, Gregor. I got enough to weather the storm. <laughs> I'm not switching. <laughs> uh, no, Daniel. Some discussion about that in our prediction. Wait, wait, right, right. Christopher David, Mark Brown. Happy Thursday, wow. sir. I'm up for Is that. that Bob, you're Bob. awake? Ice. Whiskey to Is success. KB really? Oh, man, Bud's here. Malt Minion, and of course, Bob H. <laughs> I want to shout out to everyone. I know he's not drinking with us yet tonight. He's still on the uh, antibiotic train, so he's on the, the uh, dry January. Um, but that's all right. We'll, we'll have your share, and uh, you'll be back on, on that horse soon. Brad Murphy, Charlie, hola. Brad Murphy. Hola. Um, where's Brad? I see Paul Marco. I hope Man. so. I see Mike Porter. Eric Waite. Gosh dang it, you guys, I can't try to keep up. keep up. Right, Wine Light Media is on. Moose, the moose. Travis Fairclough. Travis Fairclough. That guy has some information. We're going to be talking it. about you a little bit later, yep. so don't go anywhere, okay? You'll see what, we, uh, what we're going to talk about. So you want to be around for that conversation. Obviously, Greg Bowers, um, Chad, and uh, James Brower. What's going on with you out in uh, out the West Coast, Eric? How did your big move go, by the way? Um, I, I don't know how far your move was, but I just know you were moving. Um, anyway, I'm done. You take over for a second so I can finish this and, and get a proper pour of what I'm waiting for. Oh, is this what you want over here? I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I need to rinse before I do that, though, because I want that, just I want that fresh, fresh water right here. Mine's been sitting for a good five minutes. I mean, Did you say you needed longer. a douche before it? What? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I don't know what he said. You're, you know, so we're, we are missing one. He'll be uh, here any minute. He. Uh, I thought I heard him come in, but maybe not. I don't eh, think so. Maybe. Yeah, because he left late. He was like 9.30 before he left. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So he'll be here soon. 
He's on his way. We, we will save a dram of this, I'm sure, or more. There's, we're not trying to kill this thing. This is too much of a dram to be hurting like that. Tried for the first time, blue label. It's so I, I really hope you good. guys had a chance to watch the Hi, Charlie. the cool. review for the week. The Kill Karen Castrate eight year old. If you haven't, wait a minute. Don't, don't go watch it now. Wait till the show's over and then you go watch it. You'll get more information. We'll cover it. We're gonna here. yeah. We're gonna dive into this thing pretty heavily because of how much can I pour? Because of what it what it did to us, it's honestly the first review of 2020, isn't it? 2020. So it's it's our very first review. What a way to come out of the gate, man! Right? It's it's we literally we started at the very top. We can only go down. All the way down. We're top of the hill already. And man. it's What's too bad because nobody was suggesting this bottle to us. It was just we happenedly randomly find it. And that's it. It was just it no, was next to nobody. Nobody it was, in, uh, it was in CVS next to the plastic. It bottles. was. It was right next to the hand plastic handle. At CVS. I'm not gonna agree to that because I want him to tell me about more of these gems. Travis Faircloth. He's oh, to be hey, don't tell everybody our little inside secret. Well, Travis talked about it. You know, it's people. He some knows people in the UK. Talked about it. Some tubers, I think, talked about yeah. it at well, that point. So. And, and most of the people that are on on the chat, um, I can't say everybody, but most of you guys are involved in. Guys and gals are involved in a fair uh, Facebook group or three, you know, whether it's the Sherry oh Bomb, Glenn Drone Appreciation Society, uh, Scotch Attic, um, Edwardian Knights. There's a there's a bunch of them out there, and usually if you're a member of one, you're a member of a few. So that that kind of information is getting shared out there, and I know Travis. Um, He's really good about sharing that kind of information. Yep. And he's really good about getting that information. It's crazy. He's like he's, a damn detective. He's really good. Um, so Alejandro. So here's a question. Do you, do you like to kill Karen more than the long row? Well, that's, that's a fair question. That's a very good question because we were actually oh, talking you about that. Home, didn't you? I did. We were talking about that. Did you uh, hear that? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. So it, it, it is. It's different. It feels like it's in the fame, same family. I mean, it, it kind of has a lot of very similar characteristics to it. Um, the funk is so much more in the longer 14 than yes, this one. It Completely. Is. This However, is probably better balanced, I think. That's the key to this one. The, the, the thing that really puts this one over the, show, over the top is, is the, the water, what changed my life with it, and the <laughs> fact that it opened up and had so much more complexity to it. Yes, I really like the funk. But it, it has a little bit in there, and the blend between all that, the sherry, yeah. um, it, it was delicious. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to sit down with them side by side. Really, I, um, I really love that one. Sure. And uh, but this is this is definitely a, a new year for me. This this, you know, a couple people had talked, tried to talk us into getting this reviewed before last near the end of last year, saying it would have probably been in the it would have been in the conversation. Maybe it would have you know topped it. it. I don't it know. Might have, it might have hit that. Um, but I, I'm more excited about it being the first one of 2020 because now to to be in the conversation, we're gonna have to remember. That, you know, will it make it? We have to keep it? a bottle of this and exactly. Come back around to it. So I have a feeling we're not going to. Well, about let's let's talk about this. So first of all, we got a lot of people on, and and I, man, we need to. I want to get into these conversations if people are talking about it. So I'll keep track of Travis, track I know you're on, but you know, first first thing in the review, I complained about their transparency I don't want to say lack of transparency but you know their generic information right so I, they don't put a year or th this can looks just like every other can from every previous year and if you can't open the can you have no idea what you're really getting unless you're wise enough to start knowing the ABVs the specific one you want and whatnot 
Uh, I just wish they added a little bit more information. I'm not trying to, to, to you know, get the, the uh, you know, every ingredient or every maturation bill, but, you know, just tell me a little bit more so well, I yeah, can so distinguish I mean, it. This is Chloe, Sherry, Sherry finished or Sherry bottling, whereas the other one's a bourbon. Right. Just say that. Put, I, just put something. Barrel, something. And, and Trooper Henry's talking about that he's got the, uh, the 56.5 one, which I believe is 100% bourbon barrel. So it's going to be a very different dram because it's not either finished or whatever they've done with this um, aged <laughs> in, in, in sherry barrels. So I thought that would be really interesting to try so, the, some of the Kirkcaran 8 cast ranks. Right. And, and Travis says that's the way they keep costs on. I get it. I know. I'm not trying to, to make the cost go driving it's up. Not, it's not any different, though, because you, you have to change the, the barrel. You right. have you to have change to... the tube and change ABV. Right, so we're talking minimal cost. We're not one line. Right. So it, it it is kind of interesting when you talk about this, trying to figure out what, what's what's behind this whole thing. What's behind the What's in their minds when they put this out there? Is it is it really they're just trying to save money, or are they trying to be like a little you know hidden gem somewhere? Sneak. Are they sneaky? Yeah. Um, are, they, are, they, are, they, are they like you know we've got a ton of these dates already? Let's just put the sherry. We'll just restamp a. ABV on it. I mean, they're obviously they're. We didn't point this out. It does say something different. It is on the distillery. It's but a different label, and you have to give right. Proof for it. Well, this is well insane, and so to take it a step further, you know, I, I and I get it. They're probably a small operation, but update your website then. The the web website's not even updated. The news section mentions this being released, but you go to their core lineup, and they have the old eight still listed as the core, not this. So it's just, I mean. I get it. Yeah. Enough. We're not gonna beat that dead horse anymore. Michael Porter wants us to do it. He's like, you got it open. Pour the long roll fourteen. Next we don't have the fourteen. It's it's not. Well, well, you know what we'll do? We'll do a here. So we don't want to do a live on that one. We want to put some time into it. So we'll do a proper review or comparison yeah. on that one and get it done correctly. Um, I do want to point out that we do have a newbie to the channel and to Scotch. Um, the Linux cat. I was just reading that comment. Uh, hi guys, new to Scotch, branching out from bourbon. So far, like Pete, watch your compass box. No name too earlier today. Well, thank you so much for cheers watching to that. you. Cheers to you, welcome Dude, to once, the... once you get into Scotch, you'll never go back to bourbon. Scotch, I'm not going to say you'll never go back because if, if you've got built up an appreciation for bourbon, and then you hit the Scotch. The Scotch is going to blow your mind, but you still have some. You'll still go back to your, you your place right. heart for that bourbon. What's interesting though is he, he said he went Pete. He liked the Pete that from the bourbon. That's a big flip. It is. That's like going, you know, seriously from the top of the hill down the hill, right in one motion. My, There's my, no stops to say hi. What's yeah, going on? Well, my guess he's been through the cast string bourbons. <laughs> yeah, so true. he's got those punches going and things like that. Yeah, makes sense. But I mean, ultimately, if, if unless you've been exposed to Scotch, bourbon's all you got. And but if you like your coffee black and you uh, like dark beer and you drink bourbon and then you find a uh, peated Scotch, you're like. Boom. Okay, so let's talk about uh, mash and drum. Can't wait to find this one. So let's let you guys in on what I know. I actually had a conversation with a, an owner of an online store. The Whiskey Exclusive uh, has some. Um, so I found out that there were some still there. And I know that between some of us on this channel, we, we hit them pretty hard. So I sent the guy an email because I had ordered from that store before, and I said, hey, out of curiosity, I introduced myself, told him who I was about the channel. Out of curiosity, have you seen an uptick in sales on this Kilcarran 8 uh, in the last 24 to 48 hours? And he responded and said, now that you mention it, it's selling like bread. Can I, and he said, can I call you? And so I replied, and I gave him my phone number. I said, sure. So the guy calls me up, and, uh, and I said, yeah, I expect that you're probably going to be out of stock here really soon. 
And he says, well, just so you're, you, you know, I have nine bottles left. He said, I have nine <laughs> bottles left, and I bought 24 more bottles off the private market, so off of somebody else. So I'm going to have 24 more on the website, but they'll be at a higher cost because I had to pay hot more to get them. He said, and I'm going to limit the remaining of them to uh, like one or two <laughs> bottles per customer because now the, the, the interest is. So there's one place that you can still get a bottle if you're really looking for it. Whiskey exclusive. Time. I would check there, make sure they ship to you. Um, EU though, it's it's, it's EU or yeah. Something. It's it just different. Google whiskey exclusive. I, I want to say they're in the uh, Netherlands. Could be. Um, but anyway, to further the conversation, our good friend Travis Faircloth posted on Facebook yesterday. He um, had a contact, and I think he reached out to the distillery or, or spoke to somebody that knows uh, speaks for the distillery, and supposedly they confirmed that this guy's coming to the United States. Don't know when, but it, it's in the process somewhere along that line. That's so, a good answer. <laughs> so uh, if you're here in the U.S., all I can say is start talking to your local liquor store and make them get on the horn with the distributors and you know you make sure bottles come into your hometown. Right. Oh, I'm going to drop Dave an email yeah. at Vine Table and say, you, you need to make sure you get it. Buy all you can because you'll sell it. We know yeah. they can get it. Uh, yeah, I know they get Kill Karen. So yeah. I buy, get as much as you can, it will go. I I just know that. I mean, I I bought two more from the whiskey exclusive just yesterday. <laughs> I mean, you got to right now. It's it's funny how hot this thing is right now. And well, we, I mean, we helped a little we, bit. Well, we were we were stunned by how good it is. I mean, we've had some of the cooker in um, work in progresses, but I, I don't think we've had any of the, the their final age statement ones. And this is pretty good. What are we looking for? We owe Alejandro something. No, we got him. Okay. So he, he, oh, the registration. He registered. Uh, we got forwarded on the grand yeah. tomorrow. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, exactly. We just noticed that right before the show started, to be honest with you. Um, oh, so I was going to reach out to you and send you an email anyway uh, tomorrow. Um, so love spicy food and strong flavors. Cast strength bourbons. Are Absolutely. Oh, we got us a super chat. Zach. Zach. What's up, man? Zach. Thank you, sir. Thank Don't you have one without me. No. All right. Oh, look here. Well, we'll wait for you so to So do you want to warm up with this? You want to warm up with you got to warm up with something else. You can't warm up with that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> look who's here. Oh, you can't see him on the camera yet. He's coming. Just in time for a, here. a little uh, <laughs> little super chat. That's awesome. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Lots of people on the show, man. Oh, um, we're talking about this beast right now. So Excellent. anyway, I wanted to cheers. cheers. Thank cheers, you for uh, the thanks, uh, buddy. Appreciate super it. chat. Cheers, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's good stuff. Man, this is good. I'm like, and, and it does. See, the thing, I can't wait for some water. One, one, of the, one of the things we've done, you know, the review, we, we tried to give it some time, but the nose on this just gets so much better as it ages. It burns off some of the funk, but it, and it gets really deep, ruby fruit. Rich. I, it's just, I'm still just surprised that it's an eight year. I know. I mean, yeah. the cast strength thing. You trying to get me out of frame I'm trying, here? I just wanted to get this up in my face. So I can read it. Old guy. <laughs> I know. The the uh, the fact that I mean it's cast strength, so you're going to get a little yeah. more punch for your yeah. for your buck. But uh, it's just got a real nice depth of flavor for the time that it's been in the barrel. They they did a really nice job with it. Yeah. I. It gets better with, with air, too. I mean, literally, this is a long one. You can sit here, pour this uh, 45 minutes later. If you're still working on it because you're doing something else, you know, working on the computer or something, you yeah. can come back to this, and it's it's, it's there. I, I think we need to find the older bottlings of this to do some comparison with. 
So what? So like the forty six five and the fifty five. Oh, they're eight year old cast ranks. Yeah, right. They have other previous years that they're eighty eight year old cast ranks. They're they different barrelings. The thing is that the funk and all that part, the new make and bourbon aged spirit, should be pretty close. You would think the, you sher- would the, the sherry is going to blow this into the sherry bomb category, but it's still that goodness is still there. I think what we need to do is just go into the Dunning house and taste all the casks. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> I think, I mean, that's the best way to do it. That's what the way to be to these thorough. guys? So maybe, maybe, maybe the Scotch Dummies, uh, the, the busload of Dummies will do a, um, a Cameltown Isle Trip in 2021. Well, that sounds good. Sounds damn good. So, Eric, your suggestion to Richie... Uh, Good preface. You don't know if it's that bottle. I make sure, honestly, the, the quickest, easiest way is to check the ABV. Yep. This particular one's a 57.1. Last year's is a 56 point something. Something yeah, or rather. So, um, yeah. There you go. So, I mean, know your ABV for what you're looking for and you'll get it right. And I think the, the, I saw on their website or uh, on a review from 2018, it was like 55 something. So, they have some earlier bottles, even that, that were like 55 right. something. So, Definitely worth, worth checking out. <laughs> so uh, another question from our new guy. Um, what should his first sherry, I think he said he had monkey shoulder, which is obviously a, great, a great, great starter. starter yeah. well, Especially with the big boy now. You get the big monkey. Now what you said today. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody posted on Scotch Attic that they got a they got a big monkey at their store, and it was a 1.75 liter. made his hand look all tiny. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, was that, was that a, pla- a plastic handle? No, no, it was, a gla- it was just a big signs. glass. I like that peat monster. Yeah, yeah. it was it's awesome, out, man. All you need awesome. to do is show up. Oh, Scott. Hey, Scott. Thank you very Scott, much. Scott, thank you. It is a party. Cheers, we're, all, we're, we're in full force now. Thank you. I don't, I don't recognize Scott's uh, imager. That's interesting. Mm. <laughs> so as far as, as far as a sherry cask scotch, like an entry level scotch, I guess. I, w- I would think honestly, what, what for me? Well, that's more. That's more a rum finish, though. How about Glendronic Glendro Twelve, dude? How do you not say Glendro Twelve? That's true. That's funny. We all said it at the same time. I can't. I can't ever that, back out. That, that seems like a really good solid. If anybody asks me, I'm not into scotch. What should I try? I, I had the same conversation in St. Louis. Some guy was talking about. I'm like, you know, the Glendronics were right there. I'm like, did you have a twelve? He goes, no. I'm like, you should have the twelve. You've got to have the twelve on your bar. That's you a, that's the Andrew always tells him Ardbeg, so when they don't like it, they just <laughs> give him the bottle. <laughs> really, you didn't like you that? That's I'll the softest scotch I could find. <laughs> well, I'll take it off your hands. Oogadale is probably better. So take buy a bottle, taste it. If you don't like it, I'll take it off your hands. <laughs> Even the Mac 12, I think yeah. uh, Travis did that too. I, that's another I, one. As I well. think that's a good. That's going to be more accessible. Everyday entry level. Although it tends to have a little bit more sulfur notes than the Glendronic. Yeah, sure. It, sure. It's, sure. it's got a unique flavor profile. So, but it's it's still a good uh, a dream to have. So Keith, when when it shows up, I want to know what you think, dude. I know you're going to love it. I, you're going to fall off your chair. I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> There's so, no doubt about it, boys. This is a hell of a start to the new year. Um, this time we should probably get going to some other topics. We're trying to get back on the. We have a, yeah, we have a fun topic for tonight. I'm I'm actually excited about this one. We do have a fun topic. Do you, uh, do we have anything going? I've got something to talk about with Scotch in the news. Just one it. thing. I don't know if oh, you've okay. if you've had time to, to peruse. I gotta <laughs> look it up on the um, on my phone. Is he on? Um, no, he's not on location. He's, he's been slacking on the oh, location. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 
Somebody just posted something on Discord. What? Ooh, who is that? Oh, that would be Scotch. Sunday Evening Scotch has... They have the bourbon. Oh, uh, the bourbon cast in the long... It's, uh, all right, nice. so what's he say? You got to bring it up. I will. Um, hang on, I got to find it here. Let me, let me go ahead and do the intro for you just to give you some extra time. Sean. Sean. Good evening. This is Scotch in the News. Mark's on location right at here. my bar. Right <laughs> Next to you. You got an article or what? Mark? I do. Um, and it's, it's, I just found it interesting. So uh, just poking around, there's, there's a couple hey, of interesting things going on in the Scotch industry. But this one caught my eye. It's not really anything that's going to change our lives. But Royal Salute Scotch, which is a blend. Um, and it was created back um, to... Uh, Honor Queen Elizabeth II's coronation in yep. 1953. That's when it came out. Yep. Okay, um, they are releasing a 52-year-old blend. Mm. So wow. this is a blend of whiskeys, and its age statement's 52 years, which means Holy they're they're cow. opening several 52-year or older casks to put this together, right? So what they did, they don't tell you how many casks are in it. Uh, I don't think both many. of them, right? <laughs> All two of them, but they—they—they yeah, they, they, they mixed. They mixed uh, fifty older casks, and then the last fourteen years of their life, they put they put into one cask. So they married it into one cask, and it matured for another fourteen years. And they're they're bottling it this year, and it only produced a hundred and six bottles. So there's seven wow. dollars each. Yeah. So if you're looking for one. Um, it, it's gonna probably hit the market at about thirty grand a, a pop. So, but it's a hand blown bottle. I mean, I mean well, it better be. You know what I mean? It better come to and reach around the I mean, same time. Uh, it, it looks beautiful, honestly. You, it, you know, I mean, it's it's a pretty cool looking bottle. I mean, don't get me wrong. That but, is nice. But I, it stuck out to me because of the age statement and the fact that it's a blend. I'm like, well, damn, you don't you, you don't hear never hear blends that no. old. Right? No. Shit. I mean, um, Jolly Walker Blues got what tons of ages in that one, but, but they don't, so, so they don't talk Salute, about like that. Does Royal Salute put out normal whiskey? Yeah, they do. They do put out a regular blend. I want to say it's a twelve-year-old. Okay. Um, but this one just caught that's, my. Was it the? T- that's pretty crazy that they've got an age statement like that on 50 there. That's years. awesome. <laughs> What are you laughing at? Yeah, that, I mean that was the only thing that that I thought was noteworthy. I mean, there's another side story that um, the uh, the lady that was uh, running the Scotch uh, whiskey experience in Edinburgh. We went. Remember we? The same lady we met? No, so she she worked there. The, uh, our contact was the lady that actually runs it. The C. I want to say she was the 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 uh, not the CEO, but different title. She was in charge. Ran it for the last so many years. Um, she just took a new job and she's running the. Uh, tourism for all of Scotland, uh, Whoa, and so wow. it was, it's a pretty. It, they made a big point of it because of what she's done with the whiskey experience, and she's yeah. really done a great she's job. Done a massive I've job invested though. like eleven million dollars into it, and it's really shot up. So that's like a Disney World attraction. Oh, it's so Scotland. cool, man! So obviously she's reached out to us because of our trip, right? <laughs> right, right. We need to reach out to her. I mean, <laughs> we're, uh, we're we're pimping this thing. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Which you know, quick side note while we're talking about it, um, the the numbers are. 
ticking away. I think we're down to eight seats left now. Seven or eight. Um, and who knows? I, we're going to reach out to a couple of people that had verbally said and we haven't heard from lately. But um, it's open. It's out there. And, you know, we're tweeting on it and throwing it to social media. So hopefully these last couple seats fill up. Fill up. So if, if you're, you're on the, you're on the, you know, the fence. so much fun. If you guys are interested, just go to scotchfordemmys.com. The homepage has all the information you need. I'm telling you, this is going to be an amazing tour. So... If you're interested in going to Scotland in June, now's your time to go. Yep. But bring your friends, bring your family. Because you can't go to some of these distilleries if you're not on our tour bus. That's the, that's the key. <laughs> I mean, two of the two three, of the distilleries, three, three, three of the distillers are completely exclusive to this trip. Just for us. You can't go to Scotland and say, hey, can I go to your place? No, you can't. And I, I know take, for a fact that two of them are rolling out the red carpet, and we're going to do some really neat stuff. Oh, it's so. going to be so much fun. We're going to have a great time. Yeah, it's it's going to be a lot so, of fun. And that's, so. that's the intangibles. That's the intangibles about this trip. You, know, you can't put a price on it. Well, it's not cheap. Admittedly, it's 1,100 pounds, so it's not a cheap trip for five days. Five days, four nights, essentially. But... Including the distillery tour prices. I mean, honestly, it's not a bad... I, not the a value, bad I think, is good. But, but I, I made a comment um, when I put the Facebook post out there. It, look, Hi, Lee. the trip to Scotland is, is uh, incredible. We're going to see you know the highlands of Scotland. All the distillers are great. But it, what's going to really make it is the people that we're doing this with. Everybody on this bus is going to be a, just a scotch oh, lover. Oh, my gosh. This is, we talk about you know the journey. I mean, this is the journey. Yeah, bring, to, bring to, to be perfectly cases. honest, one for clothes, one for we'll scotch. probably put a tip jar out for Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Take my tip liquid if form, you, folks. If you think that he's not singing uh, <laughs> you know some, some traditional songs, you're crazy. <laughs> I plan on teaching you how to catch fish out of the spay with your bare hands right. about midnight. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're going to have a good time. It's going to be awesome. I just have a genius. We need to get a 175 bottle, and it will be the infinity bottle from the trip. And the last night, we crack it open. What I was going to do is, at the first distillery you go to, we just buy a cask and we roll that sucker on the bus, and then we just drink that. And, and roll then out. We put it back in our bags. Literally. And take it home somehow. I'm good you, with know, that. you know what's funny is, is we're going to taste some great stuff at distilleries, but you know that bus is going to be popping oh. with so much craziness. It's going to be ridiculous, man. It, it's going to be so much fun. So, do we? Uh, is it time to do it's, our yeah? Let's do it. Prediction. You got a you got a, an intro for that one. Uh, da, 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 prediction. Go. You know, put the little card I, here. I, I do want to. Uh, it's a couple of wavy lines. Well, it's, all, it's already twenty-seven after. So we may have to go long. Doctor Scott's going to be here after the prediction. Well, we can do, do a prediction. Doctor Scott. Okay. Um, I do want to say that Mash and Drum did his live show last night when I was watching it, and he had some really cool predictions, and it really kind of. We oh, talked we about it today at lunch, and uh, uh, I mentioned you as well in the comments, but it's pretty cool information about that. I thought, you know what, that's a really good topic, and I thought we could kind of just spitball some stuff tonight as well as far as some things that we think is going to happen this year. So, absolutely. knowing that, though, I intentionally did not watch the show because I didn't want to, you know, so if I repeat something that he said... Then it's good, unintentional. Unintentional, good for him for being, you know, getting there first. I it, will copy and paste everything he said for me. Um, Just kidding. But uh, so any mini miny go. Who's going first? Sean, oh, Sean. Sean. how about that? Yeah, that's cool. So uh, when I was thinking about, you know, Drew threw this comment out, and mm. I haven't had a whole lot of free time lately. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah. this was something that kind of popped into my head was, and it's something that we've been talking about ever since we started the channel, really. Um, is the prevalence of non-age statement whiskeys. 
Um, and I don't see that going anywhere. In fact, I see that increasing. And one of the things that I've noticed over over time is that the prevalence of non-egg statement whiskeys has increased, but so has the price tag on some of those. Well, and the quality. You know what I mean? And, well, I would say the, the quality is kind of inconsistent, just like with blends, fair right? Fair it fair is very inconsistent. So, so depending on the distillery, there are, there are or, or the blender, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're thinking about like Compass Box, right? They do some great stuff. If you're thinking about NAS from a particular distillery, I think that there's some distilleries that are doing a really good job of it. You know, they're not trying to put out bad whiskey. They're just having a different avenue to approach their whiskey sure. production. Um, and they, they understand the fact that, you know, they, there's just not enough whiskey to go around per se. And so they're, there's, they're trying to do some things to provide good quality to everybody that wants it. Right and, and at a lot of different price points, so I, I think that that's a good thing. I don't know, but I'm out of the I'm out of the kill Karen, so we're gonna have to. Oh, we got something else. We got something else. I bet we do. Can I can I have some? I can't toast with an empty glass. I don't know. You brought a, a box down. Oh, is that is that what we're doing? No, You're the only one. I don't that care. Never opened what would you bring down? I, I don't I know. One. It's a mystery I, box. I <laughs> he knows what it is. <laughs> Oh, it's the same one yeah. back there. Well, somebody pour me something. Thank you, SoCal. You got a bar full of booze. So I think that we're going to see, you know, over time. And this was interesting because I, you know, as soon as we all texted our predictions to Drew, he's like, "All right, well, don't just show up. Do some research, right?" Like, well, but how do I shoot from the hip if I know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but it, it was funny because I, I actually had some computer time today, so I was I was doing a little Google search. And, and nobody was really talking about any NASs that were coming out in the future, um, unless you dug a little bit. But I found an article from 2014 that was talking about Diageo, and they had just started releasing some uh, NASs. Some and so it was like a big deal, you know? And uh, so I was like, I, I think the uh, there, was, there was a couple on there that were going for like 60 bucks or something, like Lagavulin Distillers Edition or something like that. And I was like... All right, well, you know, I, I personally have seen the NAS price range. Like, they're, they're pushing it, but I think that the ones that are pushing it, a, a lot of them are offering quality whiskey, right? Sure. There are some that are just throwing it out there and kind of sticking it to people, but I would say that from a lot of scotches, you know? I mean, you have to know the distillers. You have to know what kind of dram that they're putting out and then you kind of judge for yourself if it's worth the the money that they're asking for or not so kind of uh you know fool me once shame on me kind of thing you know what i mean like i think that there's some that are worth the extra money and some that aren't um so it, it's all personal preference but i think that we're going to see nas offerings expand and i think you're going to see the price continue to go up on and some of that's just logic too because they they realized this years ago that the whiskey industry is booming and they they're running out of stocks. So they're putting stock stock away to kind of get more not get more age statements yeah, in the, the future. The distillers are running like crazy. Right. Now. So some of this stuff, to your point, is yeah, they're going to have to one to keep the lights on. And I think some of your points are are also valid because sometimes these guys are doing stuff. And I think they're shooting from the hip, as you said as well, trying to learn some yeah. of these things. Sometimes they come out with something like, "Holy shit, that's really good." And then sometimes they come out because they have to come out with something. It's like, well. It's good enough. We need the capital right now to see if we can get some money. So, well, I, I think that it's it's what the market can bear, right? So, 
you're going to get stuff that's that's wonderful scotch that's in an AS. And then you're going to get stuff like White Walker. Well, <laughs> and, and also, let's, let's think about it from this perspective. An age statement has its restrictions. You have to hit that an, mm-hmm. an age, right? True. Right now, brown spirit's hot, buddy. You it's know, hot. scotch is pretty popular, yeah. man. You know, you want to cash in. You want to milk the cow while the cow's got milk, right? So if, if we want to say we're going to wait because I want to put on an 18, you might miss out on the market. Prices are going up. Probably and Iandro brought up a comment. We'll talk about price here, and, and, and I think someone else has got another suggestion. Mm-hmm. But um, it's interesting that you bring up NAS because... When we got into this five years ago, right, NASs were, were not really Barely that popular. They were, they were scratching yeah. the surface, right? Yeah. And, and the rumor was is that the scotch industry is trying to retrain the American market and yeah. bring us off of age statements, right? Which yeah, was, I, that I, was their point, right. but it was it, the fact was... How we're, are you gonna, we're out of the 12 year old stuff. Right. What are we going to do? But to me, I kind of chuckle because they're the ones that trained us to have an age statement. That's correct. Mind, that is right? correct. Well, so, but it's our fault. Right. right. So I, I don't know where this goes, but I don't think it's disappearing. I know. I, I, no, but, but why would you? Because, I mean, these whiskey, these whiskey makers, they can make some great NAS scotch. They yeah. taste good. It's, from it all different price ranges. Look at Monkey Shoulder. I mean, well, we just talked about one it. One of the things from this article, it was actually a pretty big article um, at, that they were talking about. So it's from 2014, and they said that what they were predicting in 2014 was you would see a lot more cask finishings on these NASs to try and boost the up the flavor and okay. boost up the profiles. Yeah, right. And so you'd see ports and you'd see, you know, Cabernets and, you know, things like that. And we've That's a really good segue. Right, because that leads that into correct. my prediction, which it's, it's a little bit smaller prediction, but, and it's, I don't think this is a far stretch. I think you guys could have got here, but with the changes that the SWA made in June of last year, I honestly think that we're going to see some crazy um, finished scotch this year. It'll, there's going to be a tequila finish guy sure. this year. It's gonna that be on sounds the, 100% Oh, it sounds horrible, but it's going to happen now because people, the, the stores are going to start exploring with it. And don't think that they weren't already exploring with it before the rules now, changed. Now they can just literally bottle it and sell finish it. Finish is a mezcal? Some of that smoky tequila? Who knows? But the, I mean, your, your point is they, they're reaching out because they want to be different. They want to be first on market with that different and be successful. Right. I, I would say, you know. I, Experimentation is kind of the heart of whiskey, right? Sure. Like you, we wouldn't have sherry finished scotch except that they had sherry barrels, and they're like, "Well, do something with it." Put them in there. You know what I mean? So I, I think that there's going to be some some swings and some misses. Yeah. You know, there's going to be some stuff that's not great, but there may be some stuff that's unusual that you're like, "I never would have thought of doing that." It's all about the quality of of what was in the barrel before. That's you true. Know? I mean, if you if you're using crap, that's what you're going to get out of it. Yep. You know, but. but if you're getting like a high quality mezcal, or if you're getting a really high end rum that's been sitting in a cask for a long time, and you're using that, you know, or if it's a really nice, you know, Cabernet from California that's been sitting there forever, and you're good and you're careful about it, I think that you can produce some really interesting stuff. And and those will all be non age statement because they're they're you're only finishing mm-hmm. for a few. Months. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. They're not going to take some no. old cask and put it in a tequila that. cask. Right. I'm not going to take a 25-year-old whiskey and put it in a mezcal cask. Never. Never. But I think that you're going to see the experimentation will be, you know, short finishes, and then they'll start getting longer. I mean, look, we just had a port not too long, a port finish, right? Yep. And we were, hey, it was, it was done well. But yep. we also said, you go too far with port, you ruin that thing, right? Port's it's just, tough. I mean, sherry, 
Sherry's Imagine what great tequila is going to be like, though. Sherry is one of those things that you can just leave in the barrel, and it's just going to get better. Exactly. You know? Port, there, there's a fine line to walk. All right, and then it's your... <laughs> you're, you're adding flavor, adding flavor, over the top. Right. No good. Know? And so, and so, so there's so much going online. The comments are just hitting it spot on. You know, garbage in, garbage out. If you use crappy casts, you're going to get crappy liquor. Um, they're hitting that. And just before you brought up the tequila cast, somebody else brought it up in a comment. I mean, the, the, oh, really? We are, we are all aligned yeah. on this whole prediction thing. So a question to come up from uh, Alejandro is, do you think scotches will start using barrels other than oak for aging? I mean, I think that it's... No. I, I, I would say... There's some... Here, here's what I would I say. you can't. If if it's allowed, Ooh. somebody's going to experiment with it. But the problem you run That's into is that that the the oak species <laughs> that they use for barrels is used for a particular reason. Yes. It's it's going to hold the whiskey for a long period of time. Without the, leaking. The, without <laughs> leaking. Like, that's the important part. It's going to allow the barrel influence without allowing too much to evaporate. I mean, it's... And it's a known quantity. You know what I mean? They've been aging in oak barrels for a long time. That, that, so there's a person here... Scotch. I think it's a person we need to get on the show speaking of doctors. I agree. I hope he brings English. So, yeah, there's, barrels. before we do, there's there's more people that have joined that I'd like to call. I saw... Um, Jason uh, Voorhees is on. I saw a couple of other people that I don't think I... Yeah, Emily Chambers. Um, There was a couple more. I'm just missing them. I'm sorry. So I just wanted to make sure that we're calling out some of the new names that I haven't seen in a while or have never seen before. But um, Nellie Kebs is going to be in Scotland the same time we're going to be there. Hey, go to scotchfordummies.com and look at the agenda. You know where we're going to be and where we're staying. If yep. you can cross that path at the same time when we're somewhere, we're going to be having a drink somewhere anyway. <laughs> you got to think hard about that. Um, that'd be great. So anyway, back to we were see Keith Daniels a new one uh, whiskey hey, to success. I'll tell you what, Eric Waite says I'd like to try whiskey finished in a Zinfandel cask. So would I. I think that'd be really cool. Not a white Zinfandel cask. Why not? Because <laughs> those are like rosés and. Killing me, small. Put your coat on, dude. <laughs> McKellen NAS number five, two hundred bucks here. One sec, you want to do that before? We, we need to pour so, this are, so are you guys pouring whiskey? We are. What did you, you do with it? Oh, there. So somebody responded anyway. I'll say cheers, Brad. They're pouring. Um, We're gonna do cheers right now. That's a little brand. salty for that price. We'll finish that up. What are we doing? Finish your glass. We, we have to, I don't we know what the. This week. What's the conversion for Australian? Yeah, Brad, is that is that Aussie or is that USD? It's, it's gotta be. It's a. $8. Oh, yeah. Anyway, no, no, no. His it. NAS price, he just put the dollar sign, so that's why I was. Yeah, I was just putting water. I wanted to get that I wanted to get that water out of there. So, it turns out so you poured it on yourself? There was a shipment, to, yeah. shipment yesterday from Glengoyne, or from friends that know people at Glengoyne, that happened to have the teapot fashion number seven. Uh, Can you play angel music? I hear it. <laughs> You'll just hear it when you tip. So this is an NAS. This is an NAS. 
and it's getting more expensive. Yes, it <laughs> actually they did the, the price did go up from six to seven, which um, I know Roy was pretty salty about that. But um, as salty as he, he can be about that, which is is justified, you can't be salty about the liquid. So and it is completely different than that Coke here. It's not all sherry blown up. It's fucking good. Wow. <laughs> mm. To put it bluntly, yes. I, I, it just is what it is. Drew's going to have to beep you. I can't beep him now. Bloop. Um, so we actually have, in our Discord channel, Dr. Scotch, we have your own channel. You've got a yes. couple, couple people that ask some questions. Yeah, um, and, and weirdly enough, i got a piece of barrel in my pocket. You do? That's Where, where'd you get that from? Because <laughs> Brent asked a question earlier in the Discord channel. What causes an ABV to go up or down while maturing in a cask, and why? The design of this barrel, as you were speaking, is really important. So if you, if, if you look at this barrel, and you can't, you probably can't see it. Maybe you can see it if you put it out. I don't know if the camera will even focus on it. But you can see that, so when you have age rings on a tree, the way they make barrels, they say run those rings across the barrel stays. So this barrel goes in the barrel, and you go all the way around like this. And so you want the rings to run this way in a barrel stay. Whiskey to success is talking to you. So essentially, when you have that those rings running this way, you create little straws or pores that will run cross and will allow liquid to go in and out of the wood. And air. And air and everything. So, so essentially you create, this is a big porous sponge on the outside of a barrel. Also, because you run the grain that way, it's really strong this way. So it can take a lot of pressure. Uh, it can take a lot of... I can tell you... Everything. Having worked with those barrel stages on stuff, uh, it's no joke. Like I burned through saw blades. Um, it's it's an amazing piece of really old technology. It is, and so you, and you can see on the side of it where the how far the liquid penetrated Hold into up the, the barrel. Camera, focus you can see on the side where the Keep liquid on, penetrated through the barrel to that line, to that dark line on the wood. That's good. That's where the and now turn to the other end. Show, show the end grain. That's, see how the wood grain is running across that barrel? That allows that, that liquid to pass through there. And that's really important for number one, aging. But number two, because there are certain size pores there. So, talking about barrel proofing. Bourbon has to go in a barrel at 62.5% ABV. It can, or no, no higher than 62.5% ABV. But have you ever seen a bourbon with a higher proof than that? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, you can. And the only way that can happen is if the proof goes up in the barrel. While it's in the barrel. While it's in the barrel. But and that's contrary to Scotch, where in Scotland, proofs go correct. down in the barrel, as opposed to in Kentucky, so where the it's... The proof goes up. What's or going India, on? Or India, yeah. or... Yeah, wherever it's hot. So that, the key there is heat. Environment. Now, I, environment. I was trying to get my, my um, whiteboard here so I could draw oh, yeah, the pores and draw the, the, the chemical structure of ethanol and water to show the difference, but... I won't. So to save you that, but the key is the size. I mean, oh. literally, it goes down to the molecular size of ethanol or alcohol versus water. So ethanol is a larger molecule, so it has a harder time going through those tiny little pores. So when you have high temperature, it will pressurize the cask. So then, what happens is the what the liquid is trying to be forced through that porous structure. Well, water will go through that structure faster than ethanol because it's a bigger molecule. 
That's why when you pressurize a cask, you will push water out faster than ethanol will go out. Yeah. And so you raise the ABV because so there's less water. So you raise the ABV because that, that water will be pushed out and it will evaporate off the surface faster than the, than the ethanol will. Now, if you're in a cold climate, then you the, all you're really working with is that liquid layer in the barrel. So you've got that, you know, the barrel's on its side, and so you've got the liquid level, and then you have what's evaporating off that. Because then really what all you have is the vapor going through the barrel as opposed to the liquid. I see. And when the vapor is going through the barrel, ethanol is more volatile. So the headspace of that barrel is going to have more ethanol in it than water. And so the ethanol will come out and it'll, it'll reduce proof. So if you're pushing liquid through the barrel, you proof up. If you're pushing, right. if it's only gas, it's only that air, the vapor, then it goes down. Damn, you oh. are a doctor. Whoa. Whoa. My barrel, barrel drop. Barrel drop. Shoot. So, I'll so drink to that. Why, so if you want to, uh, to up proof your, bur or your whiskey, Put it in a hot spot. If you want it to downproof, put it in a cold spot. So, yes, that's how it works. What hey, if I want to put it in my belly? Drink it. <laughs> it's all about physics. Everyone gives Dr. Scotch a hand. Yeah, bro, bro, bro. Thank you. What is this? That was the best one yet. This is a, a little treat for you. Glenn Gorn. I see Ketchin and uh, Alan Ward made it on. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, let's talk about what we just poured. Um, wow. How did this come to be? Because yeah. you got to get this from the distillery, from what I'm told. We have a patron <laughs> that knows people in Scotland. Yes. And, and he was so. very, very kind to us as a Christmas gift this year. So yes. thank you very much. That's a, yeah, that's a wonderful, awesome, wonderful awesome Christmas Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's delicious. It, I'm, yeah, I know the price was raised this year, and that's a little salty and hard to, to get, get over, but it's, it's delicious. You know what? Is this a Lowland? This one? Going? How, how is a Lowland Scotch this good? If you it's, had it's a, a study on the regions of Scotland, that you got, maybe the you terroir. That, that was actually Roy's topic tonight on his show, and I kind of chuckled when I saw it because I was like, "Boy, we beat that horse to death." <laughs> we, did, yeah, yeah. we sure did. We sure did. But so, um, it's a, it's a good topic to talk about. I, it, it, it makes good sense. I feel like this one uh, will get chased through the woods and get an axe eventually. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> There's a Mac Five down there that's begging for you well, to shoot well, well, it. Well, there be a, well, there be a herd of, it really? You know, there may even be a herd horse. of these running around, so it's good to go. Mm. All right, so I'm going to take off. I think you guys already got other things to talk about, so you got it. Thank you, Dr. Scotch. Hey, right. thank Thanks, you, Dr. Scotch. Party that was super informative. That guy knows what he's talking about. No Man, kidding. what's going on, guys? I see Keith what's Daniel Osiris Ross and science. <laughs> I don't know so, where it came from, but it, it really eats up saw blades from what Sean says. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, so I, I have done a, a wee bit of woodworking in my day. <laughs> um, and so when I, <laughs> when I did my, uh, my chairs that Mark and I are sitting on right now, I was right. like, I'm going to get... I had a barrel, and I was going to get a couple more barrels because we live close to Kentucky. And so I, I found some on uh, Craigslist right. and met this dude, rolled these two barrels into my car, drive them home, drop them off. I'm like, all right, well, they're banded. How do you, what, how do, you do this, right? So you get a cold chisel and a sledgehammer. <laughs> right? You knock that ring And there's, there's like five or six bands. I think there's six bands on, them, on the barrel, right? And so these barrels stay together um, <laughs> after they're unbanded. Because I was like, man, I'm going to get like four four of these bands off, and it's just going to pop open, right? Uh, no, 
<laughs> they they stay together until the last band was broken. It was still a barrel. Uh, you break the last band and they all fall apart. Okay. Uh, so it, if you guys can see, there's there's a ridge right here. So that's the ridge that the the head of the barrel right. rides in. And so you've got all these staves all the way around. The head sits in there, and then the bands go on there to hold everything in place. Uh, but this wood is no joke. No like, kidding. You could drive over the chairs that we're sitting on with a car, no problem, and not hurt them. They wouldn't even know you were there. Um, so I can see, I, I didn't realize until I started doing that project, you know, the, the area that the liquid penetrates, when, when I first broke these open, the, the liquid was still in the barrel. Like they were still yeah. wet, wet barrels. Right. And so, I mean, it was probably about a quarter of an inch into the wood that the, the liquid had penetrated. And you could see the liquid line. It was very clear. Um, as the, as the wood is set out, it's dried off, obviously. But you can still see the, the toasting and the charring of the barrel. Now, I scraped some of that off. I mean, it's it's like charcoal when you bust oh, it these really open. Is it's thick, kind right? of crazy. You rub your hands on it, it's still yeah. black. Yeah. Uh, so, it's I mean, I, I scraped them down and, and sanded them a little bit, but I wanted to leave some of the some of the character on there. Uh, but this is what our uh, bottle hangers are made out of, is, yep. is barrel pieces that, that I still have on my, exactly. so, yeah, my project. Cuts, cuts them down this way, and we have them um, it, But it's, it's really a cool deal. If you ever get a chance to actually go to a distillery and see a barrel that's not full... Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a really a pretty cool deal, and the staves like are all that. different widths, and I mean, so the, the coopers that put these together, like it's a craft, like it's an art form. I mean, I could never go in there; it would take years to figure it's out how to do it. You know, yeah. Um, but the cool part is, I, I didn't really realize how strong that. I mean, oak is oak, right? It's strong, but I didn't realize how tough that stuff was until I tried to work with it. I mean, it's it's no joke. Um, well, over and, in Scotland, and you, there's specialists that that are traveling coopers, aren't yeah. they? I mean, they will go around to repair casks and and, and work on. Well, casks you kind of have to, and yeah. you know, when we went down to Kentucky. They they talked about you know having somebody on site that you know they they put wax coopers. over it or you know they they'll repair the barrels in the you know in the rickhouses because you know I mean stuff happens. Oh yeah. Um, barrels leak. But right. but after working with that stuff, I can see how they can scrape those barrels down rechar them, you know, kind of bring them back to life a little bit. But at the end of, you know, I mean, there's there's parts of the wood that doesn't get penetrated with the liquid. So, I mean, if you scrape the barrel staves down, redid the barrel, you know, there's there's still a little bit more love to give. But at some point, you, you've got just a worn Spent. out barrel, right. you know. And, and so you're not, you really have a vessel to hold liquid yeah, at that I mean, point. Ultimately, that, that wood also has oils and natural hydrating agents in the wood itself that when the alcohol comes in and out of it it's going to extract material out of it and that sounds like dr scotch, sounds like dr. scotch. Um, i know but but once you've done it so many <laughs> times there's no more oak oil and so it so it's just a dry it's a dry so husk. Yeah. no alan i've never been to a cooperage so if you've got one lined up man we're coming we're, to we're see planning you. on going we're, to we're see alan to see anyway in a couple months anyway so we'll just stop by one i suppose if we've got time it depends on how the horse races go so wow. We're getting close to time. We still um, have some predictions to talk about. Oh, yeah. We've only gone through like two. Two, really. So, you <laughs> and I will talk, we'll tag from this one. One of the things we, t- we were talking about, you came up with something, I kind of came up with something, too, and I'll kind of spitball with you. So, you know, with the whole tariffs and stuff going on and the price of scotch, you know, potentially going up, et cetera, yeah. 
Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens this year, right? And so a lot of people are thinking, oh, man, the price is going to be crazy, crazy. And, and sure, there's going to be some of them out there. But, you know, one of the things I was thinking is that, well, that's true. But if you're if you're thinking about it from the marketing standpoint, yes, you need to feed the market, right? Whiskey's hot. So scotch needs to come over here. They want to feed that system going still. But if you've got all these small whiskey, small liquor store companies saying, well, I can't afford to buy those crates or whatever anymore. Yeah, I can't. I can't buy it. So I'll or just stop selling. I won't sell it anymore. So that those are roadblocks that of income that they may or may not get. So I, my prediction is a little bit. I think you're going to hit on this a little bit too. Is I think we may see a little bit of a hiccup, but ultimately I think we may actually have a little of a lull of price decrease to help offset some of those tariffs, so that will be the same or maybe even lower prices. Yeah, scotch. that's I, I I would agree. I think. The U.S. market is too valuable for, for Scotland to ignore. Right. And so, because the U.S. by by value is the biggest market, but by volume is not. So, U.S. buys expensive whiskey. Right. And that money is, that's profit for those distilleries. So, if you think they're going to walk away from that profit and sell more blends to, to France, you're wrong. So, they're going to they're gonna find a way to maybe take a little bit less, because scotch has gone up in price so much over the last five years, they're going to back that off a little bit to stay in the same price range to continue to sell at the current rate they're doing. Because they're not going to walk away from the Scotch market, even if tariffs go to 100%. Now, we don't claim to know crazy. anything about no, insider I'm, trading I'm or how we buy and sell stuff. crazy to walk common away sense I would bit. say they're not going to walk away from it, but the problem you're going to run into is everybody's got a budget. Everybody's got an sure. upper limit that they can afford. So I might have been drinking, you know, OP18. Now I'm drinking OP12. Right, exactly. Well, or, because it's the but, same price that OP18 well, used no, no, no. to what, be. What you do is you price but, down OP18 back to where it was with the tariff. Right. I, I, so I they, they, so they take a cut in profit, clearly. Well, but now they, they but here's the thing. You've got a lot of hands in that pot. So it's not the distillery isn't coming over here and selling their scotch to you. You've got... An exporter, you've got an importer, you've got a distributor, you've got a liquor store. Like, there's a lot of people involved in that oh, incremental sure. price increase that you see. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, That's you're, a good point. you that. also are looking at the fact that, you know, so maybe the distillery cuts their price a little bit so that it's a little less expensive to get into the country. Yeah. Well, so does the importer take right. a hit They're on theirs? Right. Does the liquor store? Does the distributor? He's touching this. I get it. So, I mean, it, you may only see an incremental, like, you know, even if they increase. even if they raise the tariffs to 100, percent you're not going to see the bottle price go up 100. percent You know what I mean? But it, it really depends on what all of those individuals decide they want to do, how they want to keep the money flowing, and not so much the individuals, us, how we buy or don't buy. That will also well, take and, some of this. And they're going to make predictions based off of what they think consumers will do. So if they think that everybody's going to buy, you know, twelve-year-old instead of eighteen-year-old, they're going to shift what they're buying. So, they may still buy the eighteen, but maybe they buy half as much because they figure everybody's shifting over to true. less expensive. Yeah, well, Alejandro made a point way back up in the chat about this. Um, that do you think that that's going to actually have an effect on increasing age statements over the long haul? Because can't afford the 18s as much anymore. I'm going to start drinking the 12s. What happens to those 18s? They don't bottle them. They keep them in the barrel. They become 21s. 
That's possible. I mean, they may play the long game. Whiskey is a long game. Oh, it's, you know, it's, I mean, inherently, it's a long game. game. So, right. so I mean, they may do something like that where they're like, you know what, we're not selling the 18s right now, so we'll just leave them in the barrel. Well, yeah, I mean, and think, and they'll become 21s, and hopefully everything's figured out by the time they are 21. Exactly. And that's the market they're in. That they, They're yeah. used to playing that game. They yeah. know how to play that you know, game. The, the, the Mac 12 they're producing now was, was barreled two presidents ago. Right. How do you predict that? Right. Yeah. You, you don't. That. You just yeah. keep making it and hope for the best, for you know, and, so, and figure out what to do with the juice you have on hand, you know, at, at that time. Yeah. Right. So you know? It may be that, that we, we are predicting weird, but that, that's the other thing. So final prediction I have. It's not around scotch, but it's around whiskeys. So what, what do you consider the best scotch? The best scotch? Well, so as, as a style, the best scotch. So you're thinking single malt, right? You don't you don't buy blends. If you really want a high end scotch, you buy well, a single malt. It depends on where you live. In the U.S., yes. So you, okay. Asia has a different. Okay. So American whiskey companies are seeing that, and they're seeing. Oh, I see where you're going. Seeing, oh. They're seeing that people are buying these single malt yeah, scotches for a premium. Well, anybody can buy malt. Right. American whiskey can buy malt just like Scotland can. So why don't we make some single malt Americans? And, and tap into that single malt market. And so there are a few out there now. There are. There's there are. a half a dozen that are really, are really pretty good. I'm sure the bourbon. But how many whiskey companies that. are out there? I mean, there's how, mil, there's million, there's thousands of whiskey companies. Gut check. How many single malt American single malt uh, are out there right now? You guys, uh, you uh, bourbon and drinkers. You, and how many do you have one? There, yeah. There, there are there are there are about half a dozen to maybe ten good ones that are very fairly well. Um, listed on the market, but you know, like you said, there's dozens, if not hundreds, of, of whiskey producers. <laughs> moose, so, it's not going to happen. What's Moose want? He says prediction: Taros equal change the name of bourbon for dummies. <laughs> moose, uh, I, I got uh, enough to uh, weather the storm. Moose, I think I'm going to be fine. We may be drinking uh, Doors Twelve, but we're going to be drinking because that's a blend. <laughs> we'll just uh, move the KBs in Bob's house. I was going to say we. There's a lot of scotch on my part, at least. And I know you guys aren't hurting, so yeah, not we're going to make it through. It's going to be all good. Alejandro says about eight, uh, about eight good ones. You're right. So, and, and the funny thing is, somebody, I don't remember who it was, commented. Falcon right, Stratahans, there you go. Right when we brought out the right back there. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. what are predictions for 2018, somebody put that in there. So I <laughs> I have to say, you are aligned. We have the same thought. The American <laughs> single malts are going to become really important, especially if Scotch tariffs stay up and, and Scotch producers don't reduce their pricing. American single malts are going to go. There you go. We'll see. Mashing drums, drums all over it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So, did, did, was that one of his predictions? I don't. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I, don't I, didn't, yeah. I didn't see his predictions for 2018. <laughs> I, 2018. I mean, I, Matt, watch your mouth. Don't you do that to me. <laughs> he said, eight, "Pan eight months from now." Mark, guys, I'm almost out of scotch. But it won't take you that much to that long to get a run out of scotch if you stop now. I don't know. I got a lot of scotch. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Who said anything about stop? Are you kidding me? Have you He's just not inviting us over anymore. So I have not tried any of these um, single malts that, that people are talking about. Balcones, Stranahan's. Stranahan's, right. Stranahan's is good. Have we had the single malt? You've had it. Is it all single malt? I think well, I've, I've had, yeah, I've we had, had the, the single malt. Flake, but that's We've had right. one. We had one at least at... Um, at uh, in New York and West, um, at the uh, Whiskey Fest, I'm pretty oh, sure we had one too. 
So the I've key the is, are they, are they as good as the scotches you're getting, the single malt scotches? Or are they I think, it, you know, it's kind of like the regions of Scotland. It's just a different style. It, it, you know it, what I mean? Style. So it's it kind of comes down to what you like. You know, every distillery is going to produce things differently, you know, and and the aging process is going to be different. There's a lot Cop of things that are different. We've had Cop that. Cop Fox, we've, yeah. yeah. That's, we've talked to those good. dudes. We've been invited to come stay at the distillery and, and spend a weekend down there. Uh, the sawdust. He, yeah, he's doing some interesting things. He's yeah. pushing limits. He's kind of um, really pushing the rules when it comes to staving and chipping and, and, yeah. and, and stuff like which, that. Which we appreciate. Hey, so, man, okay, so, if it comes out with something good. <laughs> all right, so Mash and Drum said, I mentioned the U.S. designating a true definition of American single malt this year. What do you guys think? That's kind of... I think that, I, I think you're right. I think that's smart because that makes, a, that makes a premium whiskey. An American single malt, if there's a true definition, it, it raises it to premium status. Here, here's the thing. I, I think that it's going to have to hit a tipping point. So... You know, kind of like bourbons. You're going to have to get enough of a market together that they see a value in creating well, a true. designation to protect well, what they are doing. Right, and it has to be defined. It, define it so you can protect it, and yep. then it'll be... And, and there's, there's got to be rules and, and, exactly. and specifications exactly. around all of that to, to make it, you know... I mean, like a bourbon or anything else. I mean, you've got to have something that's definable so that you can protect it. So, but I wouldn't be surprised to see it, and and I, I think that that's fine. I, love, I mean, I love innovation and I love new stuff. So I think so that it's good. great. I mean, I, you know, I just gotta say to your point, Andrew. I, I love our fans and, and supporters. Oh out gosh, there. So people comments on I know. <laughs> it, it, it's on Discord, too. Jason. You guys, it's like a it's like a freaking organic. Oh man, Discord is crazy. <laughs> it's so much fun, man. I learned so much stuff there, uh, but I mean. Wow. We're just four dummies sitting in a bar. I was just going to say, man, I, mean? I, I read these comments and it just reinforces the fact that we're still four dummies. Wait, wait till you guys get on a bus with us. It's hilarious. I feel like we're all part of the matrix. Like, we can just tap into everybody's experience. There's so much knowledge right, out there, right. you know? It's pretty cool. Yeah. But we have so, fun with it. And all right. I'm glad that we're here to uh, bring everybody together. Oh, Steve just put the Discord out there. Awesome. There you go. That Thanks, Steve. Great, Thank you, Steve. That was a great live tonight, guys. Yeah, it was a good show. Um, we had some really good scotch that we drank. Uh, uh, what are we reviewing next? What do we have in the... We oh, we, we have the one. I got to think about That port what? one. The port's coming out on uh, Monday, so that's an interesting uh, one. Uh, oh, you didn't mean to take it, though. <laughs> <laughs> so do, is it, will it be ready to release the patrons early? Uh, I don't know about that. As, <laughs> I'm just as, as soon as we get some snow, I'm planning on going out and doing a little zebra hunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, you got to wait for snow to come down for that. I've, to come I've on been out. invited to a, uh, a reserve on the other side of town. Uh, yeah, Ooh, I bet yeah, you. Yeah, I bet you have. That sounds fun. Right? Right? Listen, right? If you are listening on our podcast right now, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Absolutely. Sorry about our delay sometimes. We, we try to do them really quickly, but appreciate you guys yeah. listening. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in every Thursday as well for your support. So we fun. love it. Try to get the reviews out on Mondays. Obviously, we go live every Thursday. Hit the subscribe, notification, all that good stuff. Don't forget, if you are on the fence about the Scotland trip, um, act sooner rather than later because we need to fill out the rest of these, what, seven or eight seats that we yep, got. Yep. Um, and, you will and really not be disappointed. Tie this thing down. So hope you're on the bus with us because the we're going Oh, Zach. oh, Zachy. Ah, uh, you're killing me. Give me a bottle from down yeah, below. I, I got you nothing. 
Oh, all right. I feel guilty. Don't finish it, but don't drink it. Okay. Give me a little topper in that one, too. All righty, then. All righty, then. That was perfect timing, Zach. I need another glass. There will be spouses on the bus, too, so you don't have to be afraid of bringing spouses because there will be some. We've already got several that are already coming along. Yeah, absolutely. Some like scotch, some don't. Hey, and if you don't have a spouse, I'm fine with spooning. It's fine. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Mark will spoon it. No. Okay, on that note, thanks for watching. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers you guys. guys. Love you all.